That Damn Toad, Part 3. Harriet ran up the stairs to the seventh floor. The elevator was out, per usual. Seven was a lucky number, and the way she figured it, if any crimes were going to happen, who the hell was going to go up seven flights of stairs? It just mean carrying the stuff back down that far. Even if a thief used the elevator, they'd still have greater risk of getting caught. Plus, she didn't have to worry about anyone scoping in through her windows, not unless someone had an awesome telescope because the nearest building this tall was out a block and a half away. She felt pretty safe, and she liked her privacy. She was especially happy to have it now. Her luck was changing, and it only had gotten better since dumping her cheating ex. She tossed the backpack on the table and then flopped down on a dining chair next to it. She stared at it and recalled the look on Sam's face as he had told her how he stole it from someone he mowed lawns for. She had replied to him, not the best way to start a business. Then Sam had made the mistake of just laughing her off. She was patient. She waited until he was passed out drunk and then drove him home in his own shiny new truck. Then she took an Uber back to her own car with the backpack secure in her possession and Sam none the wiser. She needed to see this thing that Sam was so excited about. She ripped open the zipper. Inside there was a stone, allegedly shaped like a toad. She reached in and took the stone from the backpack and placed it on her tiny dining room table. If Sam hadn't said it was a toad, she didn't think she would have figured it out on her own. It was rudimentary at best, all chiseled and lumpy. Sam had said something about a piece of paper marking spots, but she didn't find any paper in the backpack. He swore it worked, and even though he was totally wasted at the time, she believed him. She had driven his new truck and knew there was no way he could afford that thing. He also showed her pictures of all the crap he had wished for that now filled his apartment at his parents' house. Sam insisted that every item was from wishes that were granted. He lowered his drunk voice when he told her what needed to be done to ask for the wish, like it was some dark secret worse than proclaiming he had a magical stone toad. Now she just stared at the damn toad. If it were true, she sure as hell wasn't about to wish for stupid shit like Sam had done. Harriet didn't know how long it took for wishes to come true. Sam had declared instantly, but he was wasted at the time. So now she needed to figure out where to lick, and she'd make her own record of how long it took for anything to happen, presuming anything did. She squinted her eyes and grimaced, her face contorting as she stuck out her tongue and licked the toad and wished. Sam was wrong. It tasted bitter and gross and gritty. Harriet sat back and stared at the toad and demanded, This better work. She decided she didn't have a very good plan. Harriet realized that she had no way to find out if her ex actually contracted an STD or not. So how could she tell if that damn toad actually worked? She would wait until morning and check Facebook to see if anything was posted in Todd's timeline or if he was tagged once again confirming to herself she didn't have a very good plan. Harriet slept on the sofa, her hand resting on the toad next to her. Her body jolted to a sitting position at the sound of her cell phone chiming at her. She quickly grabbed it off the table. Hello? She croaked. Oh my God, are you sitting down? Andrea cried from the other end. Yeah, like I literally just woke up. Why? Harriet asked. Andrea shared, well, Ashley told Gabby that last night she had to run Todd to the emergency room because his nuts were super swollen and he was pissing blood. Harriet straightened her back and sat rigidly staring at the toad. You're shitting me, she whispered. Nope, not at all. Guess karma's a bitch, huh? Andrea laughed. Yeah, I guess so, Harriet replied, still staring at the toad. What are you up to today? Andrea asked. Nothing, just doing shit at home, Harriet stated. 
Well, if you need to get out later, give me a call. I will. Hey, if you hear any more about Todd, let me know, okay? Asked Harriet. Sure, no problem. I'll keep you posted. Enjoy the shit show while you can. Talk later, Andrea laughed as she hung up. As soon as Harriet put the phone down, it rang again. She answered, not looking to see who was calling. Hey, babe, Samir said cheerfully in Harriet's ear. Harriet glanced at the toad and replied, Hey, how long did you stay at Revolutions last night? Samir asked. I don't know. I guess until he kicked me out, she shrugged as she laughed. What are you up to today? He asked. Just chilling at home, she replied. Want some company? Harriet looked at the toad and shook her head. Nah, I'm just going to clean and shit. Super boring stuff. Samir laughed. Okay, well, if you get bored with that, call, okay, babe? I have today off, and it'd be nice to hang for a while, he shared. I'm sure I would, she agreed. Okay, well, I'm going to get going. I'll try to get my stuff done fast, and then I'll call. Excellent. Chat later, he said, and hung up before she could reply. Samir never waited for her to respond with her own goodbye. It was one of the little things she found annoying about him. She wondered briefly if it was worth wasting a wish over and then quickly dismissed the idea. She got up from the sofa and carried the toad into the bathroom with her while she showered. She wasn't going to take the chance that Samir would stop by and see it sitting there on the table and start asking questions. Samir had his own key, but he never used it without giving her heads up first, but she never knew when that might change. She finished her shower and carried the toad back out into an empty living room. She sat on the sofa again, the toad placed in front of her. While showering, she had thought of the perfect revenge for that wench at work who kept trying to act like the boss and who had nagged Harriet relentlessly. Thing was, Harriet had been there longer, but she was the type of person who just kept her head down and did her work. Avery was the opposite, always talking, always checking up on what other people were doing, always running to the boss with stories about her co-workers. Harriet couldn't believe that she could be the only one there who had issues with Avery. Maybe the others were just too meek to say anything. Harriet didn't think herself as, a, as meek, simply a hard worker who tried to pay attention to her own work and not to everyone else's life. But not today. Today was her day to make shit happen. Harriet again realized that her plan wasn't the greatest because she'd have to wait until Monday at work to find out if Avery showed up bald in a wig or just didn't plain show up. She wasn't friends with anyone from work on Facebook and didn't follow any of them on IG. Maybe she could check TikTok or see if she tweeted anything, but she was pretty sure that it wasn't something Avery would post about, but you never knew. Harriet decided she should actually clean her apartment. Once again, she thought of using a wish and once again quickly dismissed the idea, wanting to save whatever there was for important things. There were a few more people on her list, but she needed to think of creative things for revenge and things that absolutely could never be connected to her. So she spent the morning contemplating while she scrubbed the bathroom, washed dishes, and swiffered. It took her all morning to clean, and she still hadn't come up with any decent payback wishes to pass along to the people on her list. With most of the house clean, Harriet decided to take a break to journal and listen to music. She went to her bedroom, took the journal out of the nightstand next to her bed, and carried it back to the living room. Her journal and pen were in hand as she sat down on the sofa, the toad once again sitting in front of her. Alexa, start classics playlist, she commanded, and within seconds, Myth from Beach House began playing through the living room speakers. Harriet leaned back, tucked her knees up close to her chest, her journal resting atop them, and started writing. Harriet was soon lost in thought, her pen moving ceaselessly across the page. She wrote free flow, and when finished, would go back and read what was on the paper. She discovered a lot about herself and the way she felt about others when writing that way. 
Plus, she preferred journaling because then she didn't feel like she had to monitor spelling, word choice, or punctuation. She could just drift and let her brain move her hand to put words onto paper. Harriet was startled out of her writing by her phone chiming. She put her legs down and reached for her phone, noting that she had been writing for over an hour. Hey, babe, you done with your household chores? Samir asked sunnily. Harriet didn't immediately respond. She was caught up in reading what she had written, the same words written over and over in the last pages of her journal. Babe? Samir's voice raised slightly. She shook her head as if to clear the words she had read. Yeah, I think that sounds like a great idea, she replied quietly. Okay, on my way, Samir stated and promptly hung up. Harriet let the phone fall next to her on the sofa. She paged through her journal, each recently written word soundlessly staring back at her. Samir knocked and then entered the apartment with his key. Here, he called out. Harriet still sat on the sofa and lifted an arm in a wave to Samir as he closed the door behind him. Hey, what's going on? Samir questioned as he went to the sofa where he saw Harriet holding her journal. Oh, hey, do you want me to find something to do while you finish writing? He asked. Harriet shook her head and solemnly answered, No, I need to show you this. Samir sat next to Harriet, his leg quickly draping over hers. Okay, let's see. First, I need to explain some shit, Harriet said, and pointed to the toad, indicating that whatever she had to say involved the stone statue placed on the table in front of them. Harriet calmly described the previous evening at Revolution's Bar. She reminded Samir that after he had left, she decided to stay behind. She relayed how Sam had become increasingly intoxicated and then started spewing stories about a stone toad and wishes and showing her photos of his new truck and all the new crap in his apartment. She explained how drunken Sam had sworn that the toad was somehow responsible for it all, that he had stolen it, and now his life was great. He was out celebrating his good luck and proudly displaying the backpack that currently lay on the floor near the edge of Harriet's couch. Harriet shared how she didn't believe it at first, but thought she'd try it, and what the hell did she have to lose? She relayed, almost inaudibly, that she had actually licked the toad and wished for Todd to get an STD, which then happened. Then she admitted making another wish, leaving out particulars of said wish after seeing Samir's face when she shared the details of her first wish. Harriet explained that she didn't know and wouldn't know for a while if the second wish had happened or not. She chuckled as she said, I didn't really have very good plans. Okay, responded Samir, coating the word in skepticism with his tongue as it left his mouth. Harriet looked at him and said, I know, I know, okay, I sound batshit crazy. But here, tell me something to wish for. Samir chuckled. Okay, wish for me to have $1,000 in my hand. And he held his hand out to the toad. Figures you'd wish for something lame, Harriet said sullenly as she leaned over, chose a spot near the bottom, hoping it wasn't a previously used space, and licked the toad as she made the wish. She got lucky, or rather Samir did. Samir's hand promptly contained 10 $100 bills. Fuck me, he whispered. Yeah, that's what I've been telling you, stated Harriet. So now you know how I got it and what it does, she said as Samir counted the money again. She tapped her journal, but you need to see this. She held the journal tighter as she explained, you know how I do my free writing. Yeah, it's freaky, interjected. Harriet ignored the comment and opened the journal to the last pages she had written that morning. This is what I wrote today. I didn't realize what I had written until afterwards, and I was still writing when you called. She handed Samir the journal. WTF, Harriet? I know, it's crazy, right? 
Harriet set as Samir thumbed through several identical pages. Are you messing with me? Samir questioned. What? What are you talking about? You literally just saw $1,000 appear in your hand out of nowhere. How am I messing with you? Harriet's voice rose as she sat up straight, and she grabbed her journal out of Samir's hands. Look, she demanded, tapping on the words, Northern Lights, Barrel, Toad, Now, and Samir's name written over and over and over again. Why would I fake this shit? Why would I make this up? You think I'm that crazy? Samir sat next to her, shaking his head, not wanting to believe, but his gut telling him it was all real and they needed to do whatever that damn toad directed them to do. Well, I'm going to wish for money in my account, and then I'm going online and getting tickets, and I'm going to complete this toad task. You got paid, Samir. You remember that if you're trying to decide if you're coming with me or not, I may have wished for it, but it was your wish, and the money went into your hand. I don't know what can happen if you back out, but if I were you, I'd think twice about it. Harriet completed her diatribe, licked the toad, and went to get her laptop from her bedroom. When she returned, Sam Mir was still sitting on the sofa with her journal in his hands, one finger skimming lightly over the final page of entries. Have you decided? Harriet questioned. My name is in here like 50 times. How did it know me? I wasn't there when you stole it. I wasn't even here when you were writing, he whispered. Harriet sat down on the edge of the couch and put her laptop next to the stone toad. I don't know, Samir, but I do know that I now have money in my bank account. She turned the laptop toward him so he could see the activity and amount recently deposited. Are you coming with or not? Yeah, I'm in. Okay, then. I'll pack my suitcase and leave enough room for your stuff, and we can stop at your place on the way, and you can throw your things in, she offered. Okay, yeah, whatever. Harriet ordered two tickets to Barrow, Alaska. They'd have a short layover in Anchorage, but that was okay. Then she handed Samir her laptop. Please speed research the place so we know a little about, about what we're getting into. I'll go start packing. Samir reluctantly agreed and took the laptop and started his defined research project. Harriet went to her bedroom thinking she wasn't sure that Samir would back out at the last minute, but she was happy that for now he was willing to, with, to go with her on this toad task. The way she figured it, the toad would owe her big for this quest, and she was going to take advantage of that and she hoped that whatever they helped that damn toad to do would also regenerate its wishes. Harriet wasn't sure how many spots were still viable since she hadn't seen the drawing that drunk Sam talked about, but she had a feeling there weren't many wishes left.